today on the Travel Guys. In the travel news, we have an update for those of you concerned about encountering Bigfoot on their vacation and businesses picking up at Seattle's new airport. Okay, you're planning your next trip. So you go to the to the net and then start checking prices. Well, you're about to make a couple of mistakes that could hamper your trip. At 320 today, we make you a smarter traveler by walking you through the online booking maze. We are bringing youth to the program today. Nick Valenzuela is on hand at 335 with his latest hashtag travel report. Today's topic is unique travel products. What exactly is cabin? Have you heard of June? Not the month, but the airline, coming up at 3.35. Speaking of uh, making you a smarter traveler at 3.50, Gwen Duncan has uh, some heads up for airport uh, for those of us that may use the Wi-Fi in public while we're at the airport. You, you keep listening. It could cause you a disastrous situation. We are all about great travel information. Thank you for tuning in to the latest edition of The Travel Guy. On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again Welcome, my friends. We're here, Mark and Tom. We are the Travel Guys, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. You're there, and uh, I'll tell you, you know, without without you taking time out to go out in your car, start it up, turn the air condition on, and sit there for 50 minutes to listen to this show, you don't know how much I, I appreciate that. Your neighbors think you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I know a lot of people that listen to this program, but they but they won't listen uh-huh. in public. They they listen they listen privately. Privately, and, yes. And they keep it to a, a secret, you know, <laughs> because you never know what the ramifications. How have you been? Could could be. I don't know. I'm just rambling. I understand that completely. Uh- <laughs> shortage of you know shortage of oxygen while I sleep. I think is the is the cause. You know, I've mentioned this on a regular basis, but I came from there this morning um, with the last of the berry. Uh, yes, yeah. I, you got the purple on your yes, fingers. Yes, on my fingers. Yes, I came berries. back from Portland this morning. That is just the greatest airport in the country. I, we've talked about this before. This morning. At, let's see, when was I there? 6.30 in the morning? They got not one, but two people in different ends of the terminal playing music. And, you know, there's a movie theater, and there's just there's a made-in-Oregon store, so you can buy all of the liquid stuff that you wanted to buy in souvenir shops before you got to the airport, but you couldn't get through security. You can buy it after you get through security. I mean, it's, it's, it's all genius. It's just, it's, they're, they're local eateries. Um, Sacramento is coming along and kind of trying to go the same direction. But boy, I'll tell you what, if you're, if you had a two or three hour layover in the Portland airport, you wouldn't have any trouble finding things to do. In fact, you might disappoint you when your plane started to board because you're probably watching a movie or something. Well, Mark is one of the few people I know that will, well, the only person I know for that matter that will 
you know, had traveled to Portland just to buy berries, and now I'm realizing that it's a, it's equally about uh, about enjoying the airport. I, my buddy Johnny Hyde, we talked about Johnny, and I remember years ago uh, at a, visiting him at his house, and he was uh, telling me about one one time where he and his wife and a couple of friends they were having a dinner party and. Right in the middle of it, they just started talking about this might have been Portland, a restaurant mm-hmm. at an airport yeah. that they they just loved. And they said, you know what? Heck with dinner. They went to the airport, bought a <laughs> ticket, flew there, yeah. had, had dinner, and then flew home. Oh, I, that's uh, I'm liking that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's always been my thing is, of course, it costs you a fortune now with last minute tickets and stuff. But wouldn't that be fun just to, you know, just it's, say that. Yeah, well, let's just go. Let's just go someplace and just go. Is the, is this the, for those that are interested? Is this the end of the berry season in Portland? It, it pretty much. Yeah, and these, we're getting, these were the Marion berries. No, right? those are long gone. Oh, um, a different kind of berry. Well, the problem is uh, this year is that the weather. You know, they had a, a number of days in Portland where they were over a hundred degrees. They had mm-hmm. hundred and seven day mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, and so you know, berries don't do well on the vine when they get to be ripe. The sun will they they will get sunburned. The berries will actually get sunburned. So, um, but anyways, we need to get to the travel news, sir. I have a ton of stuff here. All today. right. Friday, I was out at Thunder Valley, and uh, we heard this guy. He waved to me, and he said, thanks for playing our song at the beginning of your travel news. <laughs> Huey Lewis. Yes. <laughs> there you go. All right. And, and we always uh, do the travel news at this time in the show, so let's do it. If you're going to Hawaii, it's one of yours and my favorite destinations. Mm-hmm. You're going to Hawaii soon. You're going to need to know about a new law that comes up. It will go into effect October the 25th. It's called the Distracted Walking Law. God bless these people. I I, I suspect this will show up other places, but Hawaii has taken the first step. They are basically going to find people if you are texting, walking across the street. Basically, if they see you playing with your phone, walking across the street, and then then you could get stopped and you can ticketed. Get, that's right. the uh, The fines are fifteen to thirty five dollars mm-hmm. for the first offense, and thirty five to seventy five for the second offense. If you get caught twice between a year, uh, they say the police are actually going to enforce this. We hold this is the the mayor says uh, we hold the unfortunate distinction of being a major city with more pedestrians hit being hit in crosswalk crosswalks, particularly our seniors, in almost any other city in the country. Of course, I'm going to suggest you the seniors are not texting on their phones. Yes. But um, they're just, uh, it's kind of an extension of the texting while driving laws. I mean, people, uh, do you not remember the young lady who, the the girl who walked in front of a train in Rancho Cordova here? It hasn't been very many months ago. Yeah, and that that was what they figured was the situation. She was texting, yeah. Mm -hmm. She was playing on her phone, so wasn't paying attention. So Now, is this in Honolulu only, or is this in Maui and the other? This is only in Honolulu for right now, the city and county of Honolulu. All right. So each island in uh, Hawaii is its own county mm-hmm. with the exception of lanai and molokai are part of maui county I see. so anyway that's if you're going to hawaii starting in october you could get busted for walking across the street little known fact i'm sure there are a lot of people that are they, they might tell them that on and on uh, aloha or hawaiian airlines they, they well they probably should start telling folks and, and maybe it'll save somebody's life um, Marriott and alaska airlines u.s news and travel world report that's kind of a distinguished Media outlet has decided that the Marriott and Alaska Airlines are the two best travel rewards programs, um, and they have a long variety of reasons I won't go into here, but Delta Airlines was the runner-up, 
and Wyndham is the one runner up on the hotel side. Kind of interesting. We talked, <coughs> excuse me, we talked a couple of weeks ago about companies, about hotels canceling people's reservations for the eclipse. Well, here are canceled eclipse reservations part two. Now, not only is your hotel reservation being canceled and the rates jacked up, your car rental may be in danger of being canceled. Wow. Hertz made a bunch of robocalls to people early last week, telling them that their car that they rented out of Portland Airport was not going to be available because they had rented more cars than they had available. However, some people, after looking at what Hertz is... Look at here, Tom. Uh, here's a, a thing from the Hertz website. And uh, you can see what they're charging. Uh, this happens to be for vans per day in Portland during the eclipse. Per day, huh? Uh-huh. $1,300 per day. Uh-huh. So you can see now why they called people who had $100 rental cars and told them that, ah, oh, it's just amazing, but we just don't have enough cars. Wow. Um, this has gotten Hertz a tremendous amount of publicity that they're probably not looking for. And at last, uh, last we heard was that uh, Hertz now has said, well, they are going back and trying to get more cars into the Portland area. And so they hope that they can honor those reservations. If you have a, a rental car reservation during the eclipse, particularly if you're going out of Portland, uh, I might suggest to you that it would be a good thing to reconfirm that reservation right now. Now, do you know that uh, you'll be able to see at least an 80% solar eclipse right here in Sacramento? Really? So those that are going uh, all the way to, you know, the most prominent location. Yes, up to Salem they, or they will, they will, they will Wyoming. Get the, or... They will get the 100% eclipse, uh -huh. but still, you know, you're only getting 20% more versus uh, seeing it right here in Sacramento. So we often tell folks on this program that you should go to our website in order to I'm be able to now. see something that's important. It, turn, make sure to turn the volume down on my screen here, Luis, and, and, because I don't want this going out over the radio. Tom is already there now, and uh, yeah. there is an airline in Kazakhstan that has decided to use a rather unique method of promoting their air service. They're catching some flack for it. Their flight attendants are not fully clothed. Um, they're not even close to being fully clothed. In fact, they have on their neck scarf, and they have taken their hat to cover other essential places, and there is a banner that runs across the ad which covers their breasts. If you go to TravelGuysRadio.com, you can join me in viewing it as we speak. <laughs> You really are looking at this. I, I did. Um, it's it's actually they quite are, racy. They, if you're, they're covered. They're covered. They're covered. They have gotten a lot of push, negative pushback from this. But uh, uh, I think it's kind of in fun. But I'm not a woman, so you know that might be a different point of view there. Um, police in South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina, are issuing a bulletin to the citizens there because someone says that they think they saw a Bigfoot there. Now, Bigfoot, we, we normally look at him as being somebody from the Pacific Northwest, but perhaps he goes to the South on vacation in the summer. <laughs> uh, there was a Bigfoot sighting in neighboring North Carolina, and uh, the Greenville Police Department in South Carolina issued a bulletin, and they say they would appreciate it if people who encounter the uh, beast would just mm -hmm. let it be. Um, it's uh, they, they've, We've looked at the video, and uh, it's, I'm thinking it's a little shaky. Um, this is the, the, the challenge that they're, they're saying, and part of the bulletin from Greenville says, if you see Bigfoot, please do not shoot at him or her, mm -hmm. as you'll most likely be wounding a fun-loving and well-intentioned person sweating in a gorilla costume. 
<laughs> no, not good. Not good. Harry and the Hendersons, right? We talked about a new airport in Seattle. The Payne Field Airport, where Boeing builds its airplanes because the Seattle airport has become so overcrowded in recent years and that Alaska Airlines was going to start serving Payne uh, Field next year. United Airlines has announced that they will run three flights a day to Denver and San Francisco from Payne Field when it opens in the fall of next year. So it looks like Seattle is well on its way to having a second airport on the north side of town, which would be a huge boon if we could get some Sacramento flights out of there, because if you've been to Seattle in the last couple of years, you know that if you try to get from north to south after about one thirty or 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it's a real, you do so with great difficulty. So uh, good news. Uh, there will be a second airport in Seattle. Alaska Airlines already announced that they were going to serve it. And so now United has announced they will be there. You can bet the rest of them will fall right in line very quickly. Our friend Ben Schlappig passes along uh, a couple of updates here from one mile at a time. Uh, ben says that you can now earn three sky miles per dollar with Airbnb. It was a promotion that existed earlier this year, and now it is back. And Ben asked did a, a, an article on... Are airline complaints worth escalating to the Better Business Bureau? Kind of, you know, we think about Yelp and TripAdvisor mm-hmm. and stuff, but would you do the old the old school method of going to uh, the Better Business Bureau? And indeed, some people do. Um, usually people who go to the Better Business Bureau are on their way to a lawyer, interestingly enough. Interesting. Um, yeah, it is kind of interesting. And Better Business Bureau has grades for the three major legacy airlines in the country. Okay. Two of them are graded A+. One of them is graded F. Ooh. You win the prize if you, from Delta, American, and United, which one do you think has the F rating from the Better Business Bureau? It was Delta, American, and who? And United. United. Oh, well. The three legacy airlines. Yeah, United. Yeah, no, it's not. Oh, it's not. It's American. Ooh. Based on the fact that they rarely respond to customer complaints on the Better Business Bureau website, don't seem to give a damn whether the issues are resolved or not. So American Airlines was given an F by the Better Business Bureau for customer response. Think about that next time that you're thinking wow. about buying an airline ticket there. You might want to change their name. That's not very American. And finally, the last uh, note here. We'll talk about this more later. But it appears as though Spirit Airlines, the airline everybody loves to hate, the, the you have to pay for everything, your seat assignment, your everything, uh, this gentleman here, Tin Winship, who has been a guest on this program, we'll talk more about this next week, says it is the future of flying. He says that's the business model that they are all headed for. The because, a la carte. Because they can make more money that way. Do and you that's think, your travel news and, for today. And there's your travel news for today. Do you think that is a, a millennial kind of um, a driven... I think it is because I think younger people in general are willing to have less money and are willing to get on an airplane, sit in the middle seat, and... Just bring their backpack. Well, we've got Nick Valenzuela coming up on the program a little later on at 3.35, and uh, he's going to do his hashtag travel, and uh, it's all about millennials, and we're going to have to ask Nick uh, if he would chime in on that. All right, and next, after the break here, we are going to come back, and we're going to walk you through going to a third-party comparison hotel and airfare booking site and try to show you what some of the pratfalls might be along the way if that's the way that you book your travel coming up next on the travel guys by the time i get to phoenix 
She'll be rising. Welcome back to the Travel Guys. We are going to get, do a little educational segment She'll here. Um, Tom and I are to give you an. Uh, we, we, I, I know folks spend a lot of time on website travel websites, and the the comparison websites are popular. Travago has been spending a fortune recently on advertising and. Um, talking about go to our website, compare hundreds of websites all at once. Well, you know, uh, and if there is, you know, I've been in the advertising world for way too long. Uh, if they're doing that, mm-hmm. uh, it's because it gets results. Oh, sure. Uh, and which says something about uh, today's traveler. Uh, not that we haven't always been looking for a good deal, uh, but it seems to be at a all-time high it, it it is and it's and i know that a lot of people go to kayak is another popular site and and first we should say that this is not a a rag at any particular site we're just trying to point out some of the faults with the system here and make you a little bit of a smarter traveler and so, a little bit about how it how it works yeah. because a lot of times uh, your people are unaware as to exactly where they where they've landed and mm-hmm. what it is that they're seeing. So let's say, for example, that you have decided to check out Travago, T-R-I-V-A-G-O, Travago.com, which Tom and I have up on our computers in front of us here. And we have taken a pretend booking um, that we're going to go to San Francisco on the 16th, uh, Saturday the 16th of September, and spend the night. So we're looking for a Saturday night stay in San Francisco. Um, and, of course, hundreds of... Uh, 962 different hotels come up on this search, and there are a variety. So we picked a couple that were on the front page here um, to point out the differences in how to book. Now, when you go on here, for example, there is on the first page, this is a budget hotel. It's called the Post Hotel. And you can see that um, there are four prices quoted there. There is Expedia at 165, Hotels.com at 170, Cancelon.com at 231, and Booking.com. The best deal is featured at $135. Booking.com and Travago are owned by the same company. This is important for you to know. Many of the companies whose deals they're advertising on their own website are companies that they own. So they have an incentive to get to drive you to those places. They also have an incentive to drive you to places where they're getting a bigger commission than they're getting from other places. So those places are going to be more prominently displayed because the company makes more money if you book that hotel. Well, with that being said, I'm going to play devil's advocate and, and, and simply say, how does that affect me? Well, in, in regards to whether they're getting a larger commission from one than another. Because maybe they're putting a hotel up there on the top of the page that doesn't deserve to be on the top of the page. You know how far people go when they're, they they get on the Internet. Rarely mm-hmm. does the second page see something. So let's click on this post hotel here and see if they have a room available for us on the, on the 16th of September. And indeed they do. And uh, when I go to the hotel's, when I go to the hotel's website... I find out that their lowest rate is $170, not the $135 that I get at Booking.com. If I book it at Booking.com, will Booking.com be there for me if I go to the hotel and there's any kind of a problem? Mm. Like, what if I didn't notice that this $135 room shares a bathroom? And that's not something that uh, that you prominently see when you go to the details when you go to the travago website or the booking.com website you don't but when you you go to the hotel's website it's very prominently displayed so let's say for a minute that you you say well i want this 135 dollar rate and the hotel is advertising 170 
You pick up the telephone. You call the post hotel. You say, I'm just interested in your hotel on the 16th of September, and I see that you have a rate of $135 on XYZ website. Um, I see the rate on your website is $170. I would prefer to book this room with you. Will you honor the $135 rate? You will find frequently that the hotels will. Why? Because now they no longer have to pay the commission to the website, which is anywhere from 10 to up to 40% for independent hotels. Now, Mark, I noticed that there are a number of hotels Mm -hmm. that uh, when you go to, when you take a look at what... uh, with Travago has offered, uh, the the prices are are pretty much the same at each one of the hotels, Mm -hmm. such as the uh, the Club Quarters Hotel and and, and a couple of others. And what is the reason or why am I seeing ones that are uniformly You're going to see more variance at independent properties than you're going to see at uh, branded properties. For example, here's the Hyatt, uh, the Grand Hyatt. Mm -hmm. So for our same night... Um, the, if you look there on the Travago website, the lowest price is $309 shared by several of the, you can get that by going to several different booking sites. Mm-hmm. So if I go to Hyatt.com and I pull up the 16th of September, the lowest rate is surprise $309 exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So why would I book that through a third party website? Why would I not book it on Hyatt.com? So that when I got to the Hyatt, they didn't have my reservation. They didn't have the special room that I had asked for. They didn't have whatever, whatever, whatever the problem was. When you got to the front desk at the Hyatt, you could say, but I booked this through your, your hotel company. And I did that because I know that it would, it would help me in situations exactly like this. So, you know, the advice is simply this is, you know, book direct or if you see deals, uh, on, on some of these th- third party sites, Call up the hotel themselves and uh, and ask if you can get that rate. Consider approaching the hotel and asking if they will honor that if you book it directly with them, because it is to their benefit and it's also to your benefit. So that's just a little bit of a of a walking through of making a reservation. We'll tackle a a different approach to this in in a couple of weeks. The word is: be careful of third party websites. If you must book on, if you must go to them, use it for price comparison, and then consider going directly to the airline or the hotel to book your trip. Today's topic with Nick Valenzuela and hashtag travel unique travel products. That's next. Welcome, we are the Travel Guys, playing a little Glenn Campbell. Glenn's going to be missed, to say the least. Uh, You know, a major impact, played on what, some 800 uh, hit records in People don't know that he, in the 60s, he was like... Um, He was, you know, Carole King was the universal songwriter. Glenn Campbell was the universal musician. He played on all, he backed up on all of these... Uh, huge songs before his first hit record uh, by the time I get the Phoenix came out in 67 and what a brave thing him and his family did with the the Alzheimer's and and going out and staying in front of people and proving that just because you had Alzheimer's that it wasn't the end of the line you saw Glenn not that long ago I did in Stockton about six months before he uh, uh, before before the Grammy appearance which basically was about his last um, public appearance but uh, a sad story, but I think that the ending is a lot happier than it would have been. A lot of people got to see him and maybe know him a little bit better than they than they would have. So uh, very, very, very interesting. Too bad that he's gone. Some great music. Um, if you go to YouTube, you can see some wonderful stuff. There's a, con- a PBS concert that he did uh, in South Dakota 
That's about an hour long that has uh, all of his big songs on it that you really would enjoy. A couple of other quick little things here. One of our winners from last week's show, um, we gave away some prizes. And Marley, we wrote down your email address wrong. So you didn't get your prize in the in the mail. Uh, you didn't hear from me because I, it bounced back. So if you're out there, Marley, um, give us a call at 921-1530 and we will make sure that we get your prize to you. Here's a Travago thing. Remember, we were just talking about this. And... Um, Go to go to Kayak. This is a guy. He it's uh, one of Chris Elliott's uh, advocate stories. Goes to Kayak, um, figures out the cheapest air. Um, goes to the website. It's Cheapo Air, which is actually a fairly known, well well known website. Uh, Cheapo Air said, "Well, the guy's girlfriend didn't need a visa to go where she did, but she did need a visa. And when it came Ouch. time to go, it cost them fourteen hundred and fifty dollars um, to get an expedited visa and all that kind of stuff. So those are just the kinds of things." That you don't, these third-party websites are in the business of selling travel. They are not in the business of executing travel. And Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of a difference there. Okay, uh, on the phone, joining us now is uh, Nick Valenzuela. Nick is uh, a frequent guest here of the Travel Guys. Welcome back, Nick. Hey, guys, how you doing? We're doing okay. How about you, Nick? How's school? School's doing well. Uh, everything's going good. I'm actually heading uh, up to the Northwest uh, a little bit later today, so I might be uh, passing through PDX there like you guys are talking about. Awesome. Now, do, were you listening a little earlier? I wanted to, uh, before we jump into your, your uh, feature for today, do you think that millennials are the ones that are kind of driving this this direction for airlines to go to a la carte travel? Where you you book uh, you book your your flight, uh, you don't necessarily get a seat, you don't necessarily get a beverage, you don't necessarily get overhead space, or what and so on, just to keep the price down, and then you got to pay it all a card if you want something extra. You know, um, what do you and your friends say about this? Yeah, I absolutely uh, agree with that. I think uh, with millennials, they definitely demand uh, functionality and efficiency over the experience or service, kind of like Gen Xers or, or baby boomers might have been a, a little more inclined to. I've definitely had my fair share of a Spirit Airlines flights or, or some uh, economy travel there, and it's definitely a, a different vibe. Uh, there's, there's that sort of, well, bare bones, you know, stuff that, that you're going to get, and then it's like, well, we'll just leave you Leave you to be there, and and nothing else really uh, service-wise is going to be demanded. So that's, I believe, the industry definitely is taking a swing at that. And I'm going to talk about uh, a big change um, that the the travel industry is taking uh, with a brand new uh, airline announced. You guys are you guys are responsible for all of this pre-ordering at restaurants too, Nick, because uh, now all the McDonald's all over the country um, and and other chain restaurants are doing the same thing. You can order your food either before you get there or not go into the line and just order your food on your device, or in some cases there are ordering panels there. You can get everything from extra ketchup on your quarter pounder um, to no cheese or whatever it is that you want. And I notice the people who are using those machines, by and large, are folks probably under the age of 40. So they are definitely, uh, and God bless you, because now I save five to seven minutes from standing in line every time. Of course, you've caused some real problems for companies like Starbucks because so many of you shifted to that way of ordering as soon as it was available from Starbucks that it created problems for them because too many people were showing up to pick up their 
their orders and cl- they were clogging up the stores. So um, right, it's, you, right. you are right. Yeah. What I a good mentioned the uh, Grab app uh, like about a month ago, which is making its way into the, the airports now where you just order whatever uh, you would like, and then you, you walk into your, your terminal, and you should be able to have your food available for you already there. So it's definitely bleeding into to the travel industry um, one, one little bit at a time. Nick, your, your report today is called The Golden Age of Travel versus I Travel. Go for it. Right. Yeah, so like I was mentioning to, to Tom there, the difference uh, in travel demand is a little bit, it's a little bit different for baby boomers or Gen Xers versus millennials. Uh, whether it's a, a myth or not, uh, the memory might serve to everybody of this golden age of travel where, where service was king and you were getting these, uh, these five-star uh, five dining experiences on planes. And, and it's a little different. Maybe that, that myth is a little bit romanticized, um, but it's definitely sort of uh, a huge change now with just the bare bones uh, functionality that the travel sort of demanding and that the, the millennial is really uh, demanding now. So there, there's a huge demand and, and swing that the travel industry is pushing towards. And I think everybody's actually going to win uh, because there's still that drive for service. But now you're, we're getting so much more functionality out of travel. So, Nick, tell us here, you've got a couple of really unique new travel places here. You've got uh, iTravel, you've got um, Cabin, which is a form of transportation, and a new airline that's being started for millennials. Uh, Give us a rundown quickly here. Right. So Cabin is really, really cool. It's a a moving motel. So what what exactly is a moving motel, right? Uh, Cabin is an overnight bus service. It provides all the amenities that you would get with a hotel, minus the actual stationary room. You sleep in these little pod areas, uh, and they're set up with free Wi-Fi. They have uh, reading lights, kind of like little entertainment ports so you could keep yourself entertained. And you essentially drive through to your location of choice. Right now, they're currently only offering service from San Francisco down to L.A. and back and forth. Um, But it's a really, really cool experience, especially with local travelers around here, these parts. If you were looking to to make your way down to L.A., that'd be a really cool, different experience. The drive leaves around 11 p.m. at most nights, and you arrive, uh, say you're going down south, you arrive to Los Angeles around 7 a.m. And then once again, just another really different sort of functionality uh, or function over luxury sort of travel experience there. Um, and they're definitely looking to expand their routes, and usually it's about $115 for a ticket one way. Now, Nick, wait a minute. If it's $115 bucks to, to, fly, to drive all night in a cramped space in a, uh, a pod on a bus, and if you see the, the, the pods, um, they're, <coughs> they're not, uh, well, some folks have commented that they're not all the, the most comfortable space. Why would I do that when I can buy an airline ticket for about the same amount of money and get there in an hour? Help me yeah, understand what what drives that sort of a purchase. You know, Mark, I think it's it's just the the sort of uh, call of the road, right? For for some individuals, it's just a, a different. Some people really getting to into the airport, doing the TSA checkpoint, doing all that stuff is a little bit of a of a hassle. I believe with uh, cabin, you can bring two checked, fully sized uh, uh, suitcases onto your your uh, travel there and not have to worry about getting those through the, the checkpoints, not pay any extra baggage fees for that. 
if you're going down to somewhere like Los Angeles for an extended period of time, that might actually be beneficial versus kind of lugging those through the airport and doing that. It's it's really just dependent, I believe, upon what exact travel plans the person yeah. has. Let, let me let me jump in here just for a second and tell folks who are listening that if you go to travelguysradio.com, there is uh, right right on the list there could a bus with sleep pods replace airplanes, and you can see what these pods look like. Travelguysradio.com. Yes, Tom. Yeah, uh, two things. Number one, nobody's going to check your luggage and see what's inside it. Uh huh. You ever see the movie? Um, so if you're a drug dealer, this would be a good way. I am saying. Did you did you uh, <laughs> did you ever seen the movie Fifth Element? Uh-uh. They, uh uh In the movie Fifth Element, there's a there's a spaceship travel to a destination, and uh, the people on board who are passengers, they're vacationing, mm-hmm. and they're in pods that look very much like this. The only difference is this this trip is is like you know. Two years in the making, right? And what they do is they put you to sleep, mm-hmm. and then you just they wake you up when you get there. I, <laughs> it's the only difference. But these pods, basically, kind of a, sort of that train yeah. kind of a feature, but it looks like you just crawl into the pod, and uh, and there you and go. And for those of you who are thinking that, gee, you could just crawl into the pod, and the advantage is you could crawl into the pod with somebody else, on um, the pods are not that big. Um, tell us about, Nick, about this new airline <laughs> That is being created just for millennials by Air France. It's called June. Is that right? Right. So that's another example of how just this millennial push is is really making a difference in the in the industry. That an airline decided we're going to have to make a separate airline entity just to service millennials. So it's called June. It's made by Air France. A lot of the specifics of the details are coming out in about another month here, but they have announced that the the airline is actually coming through. Um, the phonetic spelling of June uh, is is made out to to spell young, or young in in French, um, and it promises a modern approach to air travel. Uh, so it's just going to be, I believe, something similar to what you might see with some Virgin Airlines, uh, where it's you know. The, the seating areas are going to be docked with with uh, ease for electronics. The attire of the, the airline crew is going to be a little bit more subdued, not as professional or buttoned up. And the airline uh, experience is supposed to just be a lot more lax and and just a little bit uh, something you would imagine more of a of a lounge hangout area versus an airline. Service. So Nick, so we're really interesting. We're seeing a lot of changes in travel now. Um, you, you you've got it here. The millennials are not interested in lines. They're not interested in waiting around. They're in, interested in functionality. It doesn't necessarily have to be luxurious functionality because a lot of them don't have a lot of money. So, um, but they're driving these these changes, which really benefit everybody. Because if I don't have to stand in line at Starbucks or McDonald's when I'm on the road, why then I have a little bit more time to make sure that I'm on time for my airplane. Um, this this is changing the way people travel. Um, you say everybody is benefit benefiting from this generational battle and travel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, essentially, the the drive for. Uh, service and functionality is really pushing the airlines, car rental agencies, hotels, every, everything that, that delves into travel. It's really pushing them to please everybody. If you're upsetting the millennials, then you're going you're gonna to lose out on a big chunk there. If you're upsetting the Gen Xers or baby boomers, you're going to lose out on a, on a lot of money there. So everybody now is the, the, the focus is for everybody to be serviced and to get exactly what they want. You're seeing interesting things pop up now. Like in Heathrow, 
Uh, I believe they have uh, the First Wing Lounge, which is this this cool lounge that they put up in the in the airport now that has all these uh, electronic functions, but you're pampered with service, uh, the hot tells, all, all the things you would expect from a five-star sort of amenities resort, but with really the demands of, of the, the young or business traveler of today. And I think the more that that starts to expand over time, the more we're just going to have a, a much more comfortable travel experience overall. And I think, uh, you know, only only time will tell, but I, I think we're headed in a good spot. T- kind of what you're talking about there is kind of the best of old school service and the best of new school el- electronics. Tom, you you went to one of the websites here for one of the places that he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, for, 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 for June. And they were uh, basically they uh, they're talking about the, the, the dress code for you know, the people that uh, the flight attendants and they their theory basically or what they want to do is that the. The crew is uh, the cabin crew is is dressing like the customers. So you that's kind of scary. Able- you were talking about the pants down below their underwear, and the- no, okay. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, that's not what they what they're showing here. They all look they all look like Ivy League. But sort less of. less they less, all look like Nick. Less stuffed collar and more just more looking like everyday people. Yeah, yeah. Nick, any uh, pass any any thoughts here before we send you on your way? Uh, just one last thought. You guys were talking right before about the um, the third party sites. Yeah. Uh, one one recommendation I always have is if you're if you are looking to to book a, a little bit of some some substantial time at, at a at a resort, uh, I always recommend calling the manager on duty or the director of sales and just trying to get to talk to them personally uh, and just asking about what kind of best price they can offer you. Ask about free Wi-Fi, free parking. If they could remove a resort fee. Just stuff like that, uh, little little questions sometimes if they, they really want your, your business and your service, they'll be able to waive all those things and you're, and you're able to get a little bit more of a, of a customized, excellent uh, uh, travel experience there. Exactly. What we were kind of talking about there was pick up the phone and call the hotel directly and ask them if they'll yeah. match that online deal because you're going to save them all the commission that they were that they were going to have to pay to those folks. Nick, thank you for so much for your report. We'll look forward to checking back in with you down the road. All righty, guys. Take care. Be safe. Behave yourself in the Northwest, huh? Thanks, Nick. We are the Travel Guys. Coming up, Gwen Duncan joins us, and we're going to talk about the pros and cons and the the dangers of using Wi-Fi in public places, particularly at your airport. That's next. It's knowing that your door is always open Glenn, and your path is free to John walk. Hartford's uh, Gentle on My Mind, which, by the way, his uh, daughter came to uh, to our facility about a year and a half ago, uh, Ashley uh, Campbell, and uh, performed that very song, along with a song that she wrote for her dad called Remember, uh, Remembering, rather. And if you go to TravelGuysRadio.com, yeah, you can... Uh, there's a link to that and a couple of other Glenn pieces uh, that you can enjoy. All righty. Now let's uh, check in with, um, yeah, with Gwen. We're, yeah, we're going to check in with Gwen. We're going to do G- Gwen but, now? Well, um, he doesn't know. This is a recorded oh, interview. I'm sorry. He doesn't know uh, where to find it. 7 I do believe. Give that a try. I'm sorry about that, Luis. Okay. Now back to professional radio. It's in case anybody wondered whether the show was actually live or not. Um, you got it there, bud? All okay. right, let her roll. Here's Gwen Duncan. When I walk 
Mark Hoffman, Tom Romano here with the Travel Guys, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations here every week to make you a smarter traveler. And uh, it's time to bring one of our, our favorite travel agents, always here to make you a smarter traveler, Gwen Duncan, back on to the program. Mark? Well, and Gwen is here to make you a smarter traveler today. We all get to the airport, and one of the first things we're doing is logging on to the Internet while we're there. And Gwen, there are logging on to the Internet in public places is full of things that can mess up your computer and change your life. So when you're getting ready to get to log on at the airport, the deal is don't get hacked. How do we avoid doing that? Oh, there are a number of ways. But by the way, the airports are a hacker's dream. Uh, the number one thing you want to do is go on to your, your settings and make sure that you're set on not automatically connecting to any available site. When you go to an airport, you go through and you hit your settings while you're at the airport and it'll show you a whole bunch of options. It'll say secured or open or whatever, but you want to make sure that your um, machine won't automatically go into any available. Another thing is you want to um, you want to check and make sure that the icons next to where it has the settings that there aren't two computers next to it. If there are two computer uh, images next to it, then it's a computer to computer. So you know that it's not a safe connection. So, and that's a sign that it could be those two little computer signs as opposed to one little computer sign would be a sign that it's not a safe connection. How interesting. I, that's one that I haven't heard before. What else do you have there? And the other thing would be to don't use your credit card on the computer while you're in a public public one. Uh-huh. They, they'll be stealing your passwords, your, I mean, they can do everything. Thing on, Too you know. easy to be, for, yeah. for folks to be able, not only from computer to computer, but also just folks who might be looking over your shoulder. Or it's amazing how many times I've heard somebody in an airport, Tom, stand there and say, well, yes, the card number is 3752-916834. The expiration is, and the security code is, and if you were standing there and you had a pen, you could have written all of that information down. Sometimes they even spell their name out loud. I have seen that so much. You probably have too, because mm -hmm. you, you travel a well, lot. Well, you forget because you're in a, a place and you're in a hurry, and you're trying to make sure that You've, you're being distracted. You've got something else to do. And that's what... That's what they're looking exactly. for. Exactly. That's it's, what they're well, looking for. These folks that, that hack computers are the modern-day pickpocket. If you're in a public place, so an airport, a Starbucks, that's a right. baseball stadium, any place where there are public networks available to you, the first thing that you want to do is make sure that your computer does not automatically connect. And then you want to look for whether or not there are there is more than one computer icon Right. They're indicating that perhaps it might be better just to keep moving along. That's right. That's absolutely right. Now, what Mark, as a, a business traveler, basically, I mean, mm -hmm. whether you're taking a group on a tour, you, you, you have your computer with you most of the time, and you got those couple of hours, you get to the airport earlier, or absolutely. the layover, uh, it's probably pretty common for you to want to, uh, to log on. Now, with your experience, uh, what is it that you usually look for when you get ready to You know, connect? Tom, I, a long time ago, because of the security issues with public internet and stuff like that, I just decided that I would pay for the phone signal. So I've got the phone signal that where I can pick up the Wi-Fi any all the time anywhere and I can use my phone as that's my own hotspot. It's my own hotspot in essence. Okay. So, so that can, that's that's a probably even a better alternative. It is because it, it, it you've got it everywhere you go and you don't have to worry about security situations that way. So if you if you pay the extra, I don't know what it costs me, probably fifty, sixty dollars a month to be able to have that signal with me any place there's a Verizon phone signal, I'm not looking for extra internet 
networks, I'm able to be self-sufficient. Thank you to Gwen Duncan. And we're up against a little bit of time here, so we are going to cut that interview a bit short. Thomas? Okay, that's it, my friends. Thanks for joining us. Remember, visit TravelGuysRadio.com for all about the Travel Guys. Remember, dance like nobody's watching. We'll see you next Sunday at 3 o'clock.